Monday morning, it's Ash Frith specials with me, Ash Firth. And over there, it's a Justin Panks special with this week's guest host, Justin Panks. It's Justin Pranks. Justin, international comedian Pranks. I am fucking fucked. Tired. Can you hear my voice? Yeah. It's just a... tired throat, I call it. Have you been burning the throat at both ends? I've been burning my uh, anus. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I did burn my anus once. It was very painful. Were you lighting a fart? Is that a thing? Because I think that people at, at four times in my life, minimum, different at periods of my life, someone's gone, oh no, you can actually set fire to it. You're, you played rugby. There's no way you've not seen it happen. I've never seen anyone set fire to one of their own flatulence. That's one of the th- rules of rugby. It's not. Right, everyone there aren't any rules down, in rugby. We've been through this. Get scrummed down. Open up your arseholes. Well... To speak of rugby, going to get in early. Mm. Last time I spoke to the dear listener, I was on en route to Edinburgh. Yeah. Uh, and that weekend, Scotland were hosting the Six Nations fixture of France. So I was doing Hate and Live in Edinburgh on the Thursday night. Oh, my God. The Three Sisters Gothic room has been completely refurbished and done up. It's got oh, a big stage, a, a lit backdrop no it's not it's got um uh, uh automatic curtains a pro- pro- real good sound system and lighting rig it's like a proper little venue in there now i did send some pictures i think you might not have looked oh, i haven't seen oh any. anyway i was doing hate and life which is where we go it's an interactive show you go around the crowd before the show you take slips of paper you explain the premise is you have to write down subjects it comes out the bucket we have to say well we hate it 45 percent of the crowd were french no. There for the rugby, all singing, just cheering all the time. So they'd just be sitting on a table, like 12 blokes, all in their little blue flat caps yeah. with the with the red cockerel on, that you know, French rugby fucking hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, and you just hear them go, and then there was this bloke called Bruno, and he was sat in front of his own. And all he, he knew one word in English and he kept saying it over and over again what was it calm 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 so we'd be going on a rant calm, oh, you're, saying the, you're saying the L you're saying the L in that that's word. how he said it calm, uh, I was enjoying calm. you doing it that's how that's lovely doing a, a racist Bruno and then uh, so anyway we did the show it was good went for a few chicken wings and ribs and stuff after the show had a little, little nibble down at the old Ox 184 walking back to the hotel which was beautiful by the way and uh, fucking who's, who's in the street? Bruno. Uh, uh, I went, fuck off. <laughs> just walked past him. He was so disruptive, but in the street thought we were mates. Yeah. I think but he'd he... gone in there on his own. He'd been separated from the pack. He was in there, but in a... In a, a and then he was a... with his mates and was like, uh, that's him, see? Obviously saying this in French. That's him. That's the, this is one of the ones that I just, that fucking other shit I just watched. And I just went, fuck off. Was it a bad gig? Like, did they ruin it? No, not at all. He left halfway through. Not at all. It was great. It was great. It always is. When people get on board and understand the premise, just just the format works. <laughs> yeah, but you see, you do have the battle with that show of people. You've got to be editing because people misjudge it because people are idiots. Yeah, they are. It's just whatever. I mean, people judge it. I've seen people on social media. What did you have to hate on? Uh, Prince Andrew, you get that stuff like that. But you hated on Prince Andrew, not the opposite, because often it'll be the opposite of. Yeah, yeah. You hate on well, uh, no, the, the charges against him. Or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. But that's the that's the twist, isn't it? Yeah, that's where you have to be fucking clever. Yeah, well, I don't know about that, but careful, I'd say. So anyway, speaking of which, that's my Friday night gig was super fucking. They were super screams, totes, orcs, and screams. They were, mate. Yeah. If anyone said like anything like if anyone said the word shit, it was almost like they went. Ooh. Really? Yeah, I don't know what was going on. So was the that wife... was that Edinburgh? Oh, I can't... No, oh, that no, was, that was East London, big established yeah, club yeah, in yeah. the East End of London, owned Friday by one Saturday. of the most controversial comedians of the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, I don't know if he's involved anymore. If he just took a, I think there might be just a, a, a look. So anyway, uh, did, did Edinburgh great? 
great, loved it. But it was very whistle stop. I think I arrived in the city at half past six on Thursday evening, and I left the city at half past eight Friday morning, That's and crazy. got to London with fifteen minutes to spare Bloody before I had hell. to go on stage. And uh, so Friday, the the crowd were quite. Uh, they were sort of good crowd, but there was a there was one group of like completely coked up lads in the front row. I mean, yeah. one bloke, he must have done a metre long line. I mean, his lips were not even on his face. He was <laughs> so fucking gacked. And the first bloke I spoke to, I go, all right, mate, what's your name? He's like, oh, Harvey. Like that. And I went, oh, Harvey, what do you do? And I'm a banksman. A banksman? Yeah, I know what a banksman is. Yeah, so do I. But so no, I said, what's you, that? I know what just... it is, but I thought most, maybe not everyone will. He goes, I like guide cranes and that, you know. And I said a line, and I, I'm, I'm not, this is not bragging because I don't think it makes sense, but I want to get you. You're allowed to, hey, no, hey, no, I'm hey. not bragging. What I'm saying, you're allowed I want to, to examine it with you because I said something in the moment that makes absolutely no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever, mm. and it's not funny at all. But I think I got about 15 second applause break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. Just because That's of that. I think you've just got to be quick and almost. I, it was, like... I said it straight away and I said it with force, gusto. And I said it with gusto, but it, I'm ashamed of it. Yet sometimes you sort of, you know, do this for a living, Ash. I've been doing this for 13 years. But sometimes I scratch my head and go, I don't know why that, what, what's, what's happening? Why did they laugh at that? I don't know why I said it. I've so said on thing, stage before, after getting on, that doesn't even make any sense. Exactly. So I, but this is the thing. This is the first thing I said on the Friday night MC. And I thought this is going to be a dream gig, but it actually was quite a tough gig. But I just started with this huge, I peaked at the first thing I said. And then in the first second interval in the drive home, I was going, what the fuck did I? Like, I don't know why I said it. I don't know what it means. And I don't know why they went for it. And I was a god in that room. And I have no fucking idea why. Right. So here it goes. Harvey, what's your name? Harvey, what do you Lovely. do, Harvey? We're yeah, basemen. What's, what's that? Oh, it just means like I guide cranes and that. Mate, state of you, I wouldn't trust you to guide my balls into your mouth. <laughs> what? And it, honestly, roof off. <laughs> I don't even know why I said it. I was an <laughs> I was extremely tired. I mean, how does that make any sense? I wouldn't trust you to guide my balls into your mouth. How is that a joke? <laughs> Uh, but you're laughing and you don't know why yeah it's funny though isn't it because everyone I'm I'm obviously not bringing it to the table like isn't this I was literally (laughs) like I don't think anything I've ever said has got a bigger laugh than that in my whole career it's because he everyone knew he was coked up everyone knows he was right at the front on the side so most of the people could see him and I think everyone was like oh these lads are going to be a nightmare and I just got and I suppose I exerted some authority and it was kind of a diss, but it wasn't. It doesn't make any sense. No, I've like, literally examined this Why is it sucking your balls? Yeah. Like, yeah, I've literally, I've literally examined it for I'll every I'll put them gone. in mine myself, shall I? Yeah. <laughs> but I'll get your hands off. I'll put them in there. Yeah, yeah I don't know. When you're trying to back, you're trying to act it out. There's, I don't know. I didn't flesh it out. I said that. I was like, oh my God, everything I say is going to be hilarious. Q I wouldn't trust you to put my balls into your mouth. Q 14 and a half minutes of me struggling to yeah. top that. And even the, you know, like big acts, you know, big closing act. He was like, oh, that was fucking, he, he didn't, you know, it was tough. It was a tough gig. But there was a very camp act in the middle. And even when he was saying stuff, because I, I was like, the crowd were too woke for an extremely camp gay act they were like and i said to him i said they seem a bit too woke didn't they like they were like he said like something and they he he, he said something and they went oh no yeah. i felt like i was a bit shafted because in the in the you know, i say green room it's a fucking curtain I, I was behind the curtain i said they seem fucking a bit too woke didn't they like then they even recoiled from you know when you said that innocuous thing i went oh i would never i would never want to call a, a crowd too woke i don't want to go down that road and i was like all right, mate, I'm trying to sort of back you up here. I'm not I'm not going there fucking so woke. I can't do jokes about people. Yeah, you're saying on his behalf. Yeah, I was saying like they can't even fucking like 
Like I said, any sort of sex references, they were a bit like, ooh. But then Saturday, right, yeah, they make you do 15 at the top. Then I did five after the first interval. I did five after the second interval. And I've emailed the club saying, please, may I have the footage wow. of Saturday? Wow, it was good. I mean, I did 15 minutes of crowd work at the top and it was just home run, home run, home run, home run, home run, home run, home run. Oh, and they and they, he goes, yeah, of course I can. He goes, email me. He goes, email me. And you can have you can have all the. I'll send it. I've got to get it. It was I. I was on fucking fire on Saturday, but it was an easy nice. crowd. That's not. No, it's not an easy crowd. It's a manipulation of the crowd. So anyway, so Saturday I'm crushing it. This is the weirdest audience. Right, tell me if you think this is weird. Right, <laughs> I know it's weird. I don't know why I phrased it like that. So I'm walking off. Uh, I'm walking off after the first interval, and as I get back towards the back of the room, a bloke on the end of the aisle slaps my ass, right? Mm. And I'm sort of walking back, and I sort of look around, and he sort of like smiled, and I was like, oh, he's just sort of saying, well done. He slapped me in the ass. He said, well done. I think. So I went into the green room, interval happens. I go back to stand in the back, like back corner of the room, right next to him. That's where you have to stand. That's where you, you know, you know where I mean, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. By the doors. And he looks round, and I hear him say, "Smoke weed, smoke weed." And he's doing the um, the universal mime for smoking a spliff with his hand. Right. I thought I thought he said, "Do you smoke weed?" And oh, I don't. No. I don't smoke weed. So I went, "Nah, nah." He went, "Yeah, you are. I can smell it." I went, "Huh?" He went, "You're fucking smoking weed in there. You, I can smell it. Like quite aggro." It behind that little curtain, yeah, that little yeah, crate yeah. where the green, where the sort of sound booth is. I go, nah, of course I ain't. He goes, you're fucking high. You're fucking, he's pointing at me, going, you, like, he's, like he's rumbled me. He goes, you're fucking high, you're high. And then, well, because the stage is aggressive or is he laughing? No, he was aggressive. And it went, and as I'm getting announced on, so I'm not walking to the stage with a bloke angrily pointing at me, going, you're high. <laughs> fucking weird. So I just how, walked, I, did you address it? No, because he's right at the back and I'd have gone, there's a weird bloke at the back. And then, and then I said, is anyone celebrating anything or anything? And, and I think it was him. He's going, it's my birthday. It's my fucking birthday. I think I he, know, might have, he might he have like, had something. Yeah, he went, Nicola. And I went, Nicola? He went, Nikolai. And I went, Nikolai? He went, Nicola. And I went, oh, that's a the headliner. <laughs> I was just like, I can't be fucking bothered with this bloke. Yeah, I don't know if he well alone. I did. And I, I did another thing. Right, this is on Saturday, which got a huge laugh, and again makes well. It, this does make sense, but it's not funny. It was just it must have been the way I did it. I was talking to this girl, and she was like, "Whoa!" I said, "What are you doing?" And she's in the front row. She went, "Whoa!" Yeah, she was going, "Woo, woo!" She's pissed and not putting her hands up. And I go, "Well, yeah, you look like you're celebrating something." And she went, "Yeah, I am. I'm single. Woo, I'm single. Woo, woo, woo." And I went, "That was fucking weird, wasn't it?" And honestly, just got this huge laugh because everyone was thinking how weird it was. And I just said yeah. it. I just said that was weird. As to and, she uh, knew, Lisa, did you look into it? Yeah, I said, yeah. I said, he must have been the biggest arsehole ever. Look how fucking happy she is. Let me start. She was obviously like... Not happy. On thin ice, yeah. <laughs> that mental breakdown, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like... I'm completely thrilled that I'm single. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> just, I just love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, Anyway, the point is, I did an improvised show Thursday. I did MC Friday, Saturday. So I did a lot of thinking, you know, on, on my feet on stage. Mm, and now uh, you're exhausted. A lot of travelling. And I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm so, I took my boys to the park to play football and pulled my groin. Just <laughs> I was thinking about you playing football yesterday, right? I need the listener to know you're surprisingly good at football. I need the listener to know, and this is the truth. And my boys say it. I'm surprisingly good at sporting i'm mean, quite athletic for someone who hates football I do and hate football. now sport but I, we were playing 1099 headers and volleys and yeah. i was like scoring with like the they'd, they'd set me up with a volley it'd be behind me and i'm like turning and kicking it over my own shoulder and scoring it and they go did you used to play you're good though do you play football I was like no i'm just my just my brain goes here comes the ball and i don't think anything your oldest think... son's pretty good at football isn't he was it your I can't, yeah, yeah my youngest is getting into rugby yeah, um, but I remember playing, and he was pretty good. He was. Pretty oh yeah, good. yeah. And the, the best thing he was good at was wheelies. He don't do it anymore. He used to get in his bike and fuck, he could just like ride on one wheel like just all day. Like, 
<laughs> which is such road man, isn't it? But he's just riding around on his bike doing wheelies and doing tricks. Like he'd let go of the handlebars and hold the crossbar. So he's like, you know, like the, yeah. the bit you smack your nuts on. But yeah, so in my brain, the ball's coming towards me and I just think, oh, I've got to hit that with my foot in the goal. And I look like I've got poise and know what I'm doing, but I, I'm not, I've never done it. Well, yeah, it just comes, it stuff like surpri- that sort of comes quite easy to me. Surprisingly good, I will say that. Well, I was, I was very good at sport, mate. Very, I tell you what, the thing I'm the best at, sport, and if you call it a sport, and I've kept this light under a bush. I don't know if, no, I don't know if I've told you this. Darts. Oh, no, you've never said. Yeah, mate, I was fucking 12, 13 darts, 501, no problem. I don't like, even know that. Pro- nearly, like, almost professional level. I mean, I was fucking 140, 180, do you know what I mean? No. Two darts at a double max. When I used to play a lot, I was like really fucking good at darts. I don't know like, could have Probably could have done it. That I, don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Okay, so the... Quickest you can get from five oh one to zero whilst finishing a double is nine darts. That's like your one four seven. You nine dart snooker. finish. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was like t- regularly twelve thirteen dart finish. Like it would if it took me fifteen darts to to play a game of five oh one. That was a bad bad round. Have you got I was a dart really board fun- now? I haven't played darts. Fucking well, I snapped my arm. Then I snapped my bicep tendon. I don't think I I'd be able it. To do sounds it now. like the person who had a trial. I'd try. No, no. I never like, listen. I never played in the league. I never played formally. But I was so fucking. I had like darts, fucking autism. Yeah, darts. I, just, I used to just play darts like all the time. Like if I was in the house, I had a dartboard in my bedroom in the garage when I was growing up. When I was a student, I was at a dartboard. I would just, I don't know, it's just a thing I used to do. Like before phones, you know, that you know, absent mindedly look at your phone when your thoughts get too much for you. You absent mindedly nine dart finished. No, you used to play darts all the time. And then I'd go out and play the odd game against a bloke. Like some bloke would be like, do you want a game? Like I'd be on the dartboard and someone goes, do you want a game? Fucking smash the dart people. equivalent of grinder. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit like that. <laughs> but I'd be like, they'd be like, fucking hell, do you play like, I don't know. Honestly, I was, I was really like stupidly, ridiculously good at darts. And the thing is, again, it's just intuitive. It's instinctive. You don't have to know anything. That's why I like golf so much, because I'm the opposite. I'm shit at golf. That's one thing I've never... The one thing that I've never been able to just pick up and master is golf. And I think that's my favourite thing to do. And I, that humbleness is what I like about it. I'm too, but with darts, too tall for look, golf. You look at a fucking bit of the board and you don't... You don't have to tell someone to throw a dart. You look at a bit of the board and you... As well, I'll George's, raise... I'll raise... Uh... An objection to that. Go I on, can then. I can miss the board. Throwing. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's so you're not athletic. You're not athletic. Someone who's yeah, got af- someone who's put together properly. For, darts is good. <laughs> it's a good metric of how I've athletic. I've got a darts are. body, mate. You have got a dart player's body. Now, as they say, you don't. There's not much food misses the mouth. Yeah, the, I could get it in there, but not. Yeah, that's good. Yards, you're good. That you've got. Now, just try and, and Bobby George used to say it's a very simple game. He said, "Do you really want to hurt me?" Yeah. He him? said, "They said, how do you play? You know, what's the secret of darts?" He said, "Throw where you're looking and look where you're throw. Look, throw, throw where you're looking and look, yeah, look where you're succinct, throwing." Them. Wasn't yeah, throw where, throw where you're looking and look where you're throwing them. Sounds so shit, all man. you have to do. So if you look at the treble twenty, this, this is how it comes to me. I don't know if this, this is what I'm saying. I don't know if this is just the way I'm put together genetically. If I just look at the treble twenty and just do whatever with my hand and don't take my eyes off the trouble 20 it seemed to go in there and i don't even have to think what i'm doing and i think we're programmed to do that i find it very difficult to let go of the dart and i, I think oh, yeah, it's probably see, that's that's because you're a fanny man you've got that dart eye that's a, that's a, that's a, that's an anxiety thing i can hit the floor rather than the dartboard well it's an anxiety when i had thing. to it it so what does stuff. that mean why would i have anxiety anxiety about that that's dark? that's that's a failure to sort of go for things mate that that is a, that is a metaphor of you mm. like you know someone wants to do your diary send them your fucking diary like, i've done it i've sent them my diary I'm but saying, for, that, i'm that saying it's not, not working dart, it? i've shown them screenshots of my diary uh, for a gig why i realize how because you know we've got people doing our diary now are you talking to me or the listener? You. Me? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, but I was realised how... This is, when I, this is when I knew I had to get someone else to book my work. I realised that if I look on a forum and someone, a promoter I don't work for says, there's a gig going on March the 5th in Cambridge. And I'm like, got to apply for it. 
if I looked in my diary and I was already busy on March the 5th and, didn't, and legitimately didn't have to apply for the gig, I was so fucking happy and relieved. Yeah, it's I was thrilled. I was like, oh, thank fuck, I'm busy that day. I haven't got What is that? What is yeah, that? Yeah, that's you not letting go of the dark. So I was just saying, I've got to get someone else to do this for me because I'm struggling because I'm just a fucking idiot. I have exactly the same thing. Like, I would have it where I would go, I'd see it and then see that there was like a million people had already applied and go, oh, there's no point in me applying, thank God. But did you get a dopamine hit of thank fuck? Yeah, definitely. So why did we not want to work? It's mad. No. I've got real problems. You have. And it is not letting go of the dart. It is a, it's a me- darts, you can explain any, anything in life with darts, mate. I don't know what more I can do to attach the person that we need to to the calendar. That's I'm going to say this on air because I've done it. Their name appears as someone who can view the calendar. And yet the, they cannot still view the calendar. I've removed them and replaced them. What more? We can will I sort do? that out. We will sort it out. But um, did you do you, you do you watch Russell Brand's little YouTube channel? Yeah, you got me little right little into five it. million subscribed you, YouTube channel. You got me right into it. Like it's weird, isn't it, with Russell Brand? Because I've always actually, and I'm going to say this, don't hold it against me. I've always quite liked him. Some of his stuff I could take or leave. But he's a very, I find him to be a very clever comedian. I don't mean clever in the words he says. I find some of his material very clever. Some of it I haven't enjoyed, but there's been bits where I'm like, yeah, that's really good. He's definitely his own thing. He's not, he's not derivative. No, exactly that. And then I started watching his YouTube videos and I reckon he could tell me that black was white and white was black. And I believe him. That's the problem. Well, the thing is he's nuanced. That's the rarity. And I was thinking this about how we've just talk about how society has done away with nuance. Um, you know, like it's just completely right wing or completely left wing or completely pro vax or completely anti vax. And if you think about it, it's even happening with diet. You've got all these vegans, and then on the other side, you've got these the carnivore diet where they don't eat any vegetables. And I'm thinking, is this a sort of symptom of that polarization of beliefs? So you've got them on the one hand, you've got people that go, I don't want to have any part in animal products. And then the other side, I don't want to eat anything that isn't an animal. Yeah. This doesn't true. seem normal. And I'm not saying, obviously, they're both, I think, I think that the thing is veganism. A balanced diet and a balanced political Opinion. But, but Russell yeah. Brand, Russell Brand eats three square meals a day. And he is vegan. Oh, he might be vegan. But vegan, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> vegan, seems to be, vegan seems to be a... I'm not saying that all vegans are extremes because you're not an extreme person in your views. No, I'm but I'm just saying, nice. is that sort of like, is that yeah, yes, a, like this extreme just dividing us up? And uh, so anyway, I was watching Russell Brand, and did you did you see the one about Pfizer? Yeah, do you love him? I I really think I'll tell you what I love about him. I in some ways I can really identify with, he is just uh, wants the truth and asks questions. And yeah. I don't think he has got a bias. And I No, I really don't. I really And don't. he hasn't been, he hasn't been Joe Rogan yet no. because you know, soon it will, he will be, he will be disparaged as a crackpot and oh, anyone, and that steel man argument. Oh, I suppose. Well, oh, they tried recently. He addressed it in his, yeah. in one of his videos where they, who was it he agreed with? He agreed with someone on something, and they yeah, they tried yeah, to and CNN said, and they were like, I don't. But anyway, he and goes, he literally did a video where he said like, Oh no, I don't care. Like that is my opinion, and the next thing will be different. And that the was truth. That. The, the, look, if you want to control, and, and if you want to control the narrative, all you have to do is diminish the the notion of truth. There's no truth now. There is no fucking. Are we in a post-truth truth. era? We're in a post-truth. We're in a truth doesn't... Not only is there no truth... You never find out the truth. People don't care. Are we in a half-truth I mean, era? Like some people say veganism or animal products are better for the environment. And I watched something the other day and they were saying they're complete opposite. Like, it's the opposite. Meat's better for the environment. Eating meat's better for the environment. And it's like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, you're a vegan. I've got no fucking issue. You know that. You know I'm a keto. I eat a shitload of meat. I don't know. You don't care either. It's... No. We are... Like, we are... That's how it should be. Personal choice. I wouldn't force your animal down your throat. That's my You'd force your balls down my throat, yeah, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. But uh, And you wouldn't sort of like, if I, if you came to my house, you wouldn't be like, can you not eat meat in front of me or anything? You're not, but we're not uh, evangelical about it. Mm. But uh, what is the truth? Is, is it, 
And, and I think that. But you can't know the truth on every sides. subject. You can't know the truth. This is the thing. You've no, got no, so many people. Is, I'm not saying like, that is. You could. You should know the truth. Like, does. No, what I mean is that you. It's impossible for any one person to know the truth on all these subjects. But on certain things, the, you should like. Is the vac? Does the vaccine work? Yeah, they should. There should be that. black and white answers. Yes, there should, shouldn't there? But where uh, the fuck do you get? That where did from? it come from? Did it come from the lab or did it come from the wet market? Mm. These questions, yeah. sorts of questions. But do, where, did masks work? You can get different answers from they different didn't people work. at different times. They've come out now and said the masks didn't do anything. Who have? I haven't seen them come out. You've got some they fucking have. come out. Oh, you're like everyone else fucking with you. Who said it? What does it matter? Well, the point yeah, is, I think you said they've come out. And I've yeah, not seen anyone come out and say they they haven't worked. Yeah, they, well, they've said we ain't got to wear them anymore because they don't do anything. Why do you think they've We don't them? have to do anything anymore. Exactly. If, using so that logic, if they worked, if they worked and COVID was still out there, why would they say you haven't got to wear masks now? But they also said you don't have to do anything. Even if you've got COVID, yeah. you can go to work. Yeah, yeah. So it's bollocks, isn't it? It's all bollocks. There was yeah. no COVID. It's bollocks. I was Some quite poorly. Anyway, anyway, so did you see the one about Pfizer? Probably. Go on, tell me it. I mean, this is the sort of thing that makes me just despair. Like, this is straight facts, right? This is just facts. This is not Illuminati. This is not secret lizard people. How the fuck are we so fucking thick and just acquiesced to just... So Pfizer did PR studies. You know, they sort of look at metrics of perception of the company. And they were seen to be by the public, the least trusted firm in the least trusted uh, sector. So Big Pharma was the least, like they did all these, I don't know how they did it, but apparently people, what do you trust least? It's like Big big Pharma is we trust them less than the bankers. And out of the Big Pharma companies, Pfizer were, the perception of Pfizer, they were the least trusted company in the least trusted sector. Lowest of the low in terms of... Lowest of the low in terms of public perception. COVID happens. They call it the Pfizer vaccine. They're now seen to be the saviours and this huge PR turnaround whilst making $40 billion profit. This is, this is all facts. I've memorised this because I knew you'd come at me. So Pfizer were, 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 were seen to be cunts. They make the most money they've ever made. Everyone thinks they're heroes for this. Do you know... The truth about the Pfizer vaccine? They didn't uh, develop shit. There was a German company that had the vaccine. Pfizer bought the patent of them, off them, then patented it up more off the, up to the eyeball so no one could even copy it. Then they started... Then they inflated the price. They're just a legal firm. They bought the vaccine from a German company, patented it heavily so no one else could copy or use it, and then ramped the fucking price up, made all this money, and... Public perception of them has turned around. This is that is insane. They were le- they would seem to be the least trusted company, the least trusted sector. Done something even worse, behaved appallingly, and come out of it. Good bunch of lads. Profits up, and their fucking uh, image turned around. And how have they done that? They hugely pay for advertising on mainstream media, CNN, all these you know, and they've got their fucking fingers in all the media. They this is a fucking scam. But... A company that seem to be shitheads do more shitheadery and come out smelling of roses with more money. But they do. May your wink won't go hard, don't they? Again, they don't. I think they just bought that. They just buy things and then buy the patent. They're cunts. Uh... They're like, um, do you remember those um, uh, what, patent trolls? Patent do you remember all that? No. Someone would say something. They happened with podcasting. I don't know if you remember about five years ago. It was a huge thing. Uh, People just start doing podcasts and then patent trolls see something that's just going out there and then they go and buy the patent for it. So someone went to the oh, patent office yes. and said, yeah, 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 yeah. they said, I, want, I, I own the patent for digitally releasing something in the series. So then they were like suing people. They were going to Adam Carolla was a big person who wants to listen to that. Yeah. Well, that was like the only podcast in town, more or less, that and WTF. And uh, so they went to Adam Carolla and said, unless you give us like, hundred million dollars or maybe it wasn't that much it might have been five hundred thousand you know we're going to like exercise this pattern and close you down and he fought it but so Pfizer are basically patent trolls they go around find other companies that have developed drugs buy the rights to that drug 
then completely shore it up so no one can even copy it remotely, and then extortionately hike the price up. When they went to America, they want they were they said we we're going to charge the government one hundred dollars a dose, and the American government that's fucking stupid. They're like right, fifteen. Well, <laughs> didn't they? What was the medication that they invented that then they? We got forcing uh, no, oh, oh yeah, there was that. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah, that. yeah. And the people, are, people. If you, if you sort of like, this is what I'm saying about people and how weird it is. And the truth, that Gulf War syndrome. They were giving the soldiers vaccines. It fucked them up. It was bad. They had to admit it. It was the biggest compensation payout in big pharma history. This is Pfizer. Mm. This is the people that, that made this vaccine. Right? Or not, like I said not made it and rolled this out. Own this vaccine. And then you talk about if you go our oh, Pfizer. People, it's like sacrilege to talk about them in any disparaging it is, light. Is it? And it's like, you remember Do you think it is? Do you think it is? Do you think if you went and said, they're a bunch of cunts, aren't they, that anyone would go, no! Oh, if I went round my parents and said it, it we'd get into an argument. I'd get into an argument with my dad about it. I would. I don't know that, but I'm just saying as an example. It's split. It's that, I just made that up as an example. But it's like, <laughs> it has to divide. I'm just to say that. But it has divided. It is divided. You can't help yourself. I can't help myself. But you have got pro and con, haven't you? You've got pro and con, and it's become like fucking I Protestants think... and Catholics. It's become like div- so divisive. And the facts are, they were the least trusted company. They are now well respected. Made forty billion, didn't make patent it, and they hiked the price up. They hiked the fucking. How are they good guys? Like that bloke who had the uh, patent to smallpox. Oh no, to develop Joseph, fucking something or other. He, he had the small. He invented the vaccine for smallpox, and he didn't patent it, so everyone could just copy it. Yeah. That's why paracetamol so cheap. It's like nine p in Audi it? for a box of paracetamol because anyone can make it. Yeah. Yet something like Viagra, apparently it's forty pounds for eight. I don't know, but you can buy. Yeah, you know, that's because. So they've done that with this. Instead of going, fuck, the global pandemic's real. Loads of people are dying. Let's not patent it. Let's just make it like um, copyable. Would you call it? That's not a good word. And then like everyone could just anyone could make generic. That's it. Make generic. Fact. No. Oh no no. We're going to buy it, protect it legally, and then ramp the price up by like eight hundred percent. And they've come out of it with their reputation. Turned around. This is insane, Ash. And like I said, nothing I said there's fucking hokum. There's no sort of conspiracy in that. There's no hooded lizard people worshipping an owl. That is just fucking, that's a fact, that's a fact, that's a fact, that's a fact. Look at it all together and you go, what is going on? What is wrong with us? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do understand what you mean. I agree. I don't know what you want me to say. Well, I, I sort of thought we'd been cut off. You were so no. Quiet. I thought you. I feel like you don't think I think that. No, I don't. No, no. I'm talking to the listener. This is the oh. thing. You know, people listen to this. What? Yeah. You know I've, when you sort of put. The, yeah, no, I'm seeing the numbers. I'm not sure they do. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it's. Uh, like I said, you don't have to be. You don't have to think that they're spraying um, chemtrails on us. This is just fucking that's weird. Real. Yeah, that's. This real. is real, and it's just it's media, isn't it? So, more important than that, I would recommend people go and watch Russell Brand's videos because I think they're very good. And he's got a podcast. Is it called Under the Skin or something like Under that? Under the Skin. Yeah, I've not watched it. No, I haven't. It's too long. I'm getting... To I'm getting I'm, like, I thought young people had no attention span, but mine's getting really bad. No, it's nowhere near the other pe- youngsters. It is nowhere near it. It's getting that way, though. Like Now I'd rather look at little highlights. I look at three-minute videos... Instead of like, I used to go, oh, anything less than, when I used to go on, because I watch YouTube all the time, it's all I watch. Same. When I watch YouTube, I used to, I would look at the length of a video and go, that's too short. Like, I'm not watching so eight minutes. That's point. where I'm at. That's where I'm at at the moment. I, when I see something that's interesting, I'm like, why is this only 12 minutes long? Yeah, but now I'm like, anything over eight minutes, I'm like, I can't be bothered. I just want to, I just make, just I condense need it YouTube. Down. I've read that YouTube are going to make a, you know, their sort of advert removal system. They're going to do a, an option of that that is much cheaper than the one that is there now. Right. I need that because I can't justify spending 22 quid a month to remove adverts from YouTube, but the adverts on YouTube... It's not just removing from adverts. It's got loads of features. But I'm not You justifying... can listen to it with a screen off. <laughs> I can't justify it. It's where you sleep... Hey, you, you, did you say once that you had some headphones for sleeping? Yeah. Soft Do they go headphones. in your ears? Yeah. Yeah. What is the phenomenon? Because I'm, I'm, I've, I've got an unquiet mind also, and I have to listen to. 
I have to suckle on an audio teat when I go to sleep. Yeah. I have to every single yeah, yeah. night. I have what one ear in. What is the phenomenon that when you've got an earbud in, if you lay on that side, when it touches the pillow, it goes off? Uh, well, it depends on your earbuds. Do they suck air through? I think some of them have... Uh, I mean, you're, you haven't got expensive earpods, have you? No, no, no. They no. have a but thing If I, if I lay if on my you, sides... If I've got, it thinks if I've got it's in your in. pocket. It thinks it's in your pocket. So it might have No, a... no, these are just wired ones. If oh. I lay on my... If I, this might just be my head then. If I've got headphones in, earbuds in, and I lay on my right-hand side so my right ear is tight against the pillow, that one goes quiet because there's no airflow or something. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Does oh, the listener know what I'm talking about? Got, um, maybe it's got that thing... Um, like, I've got headphones... I just did just... it in my hand and it went off in my right ear. I've got headphones that adjust to the surrounding volume. So if you were in a busy traffic area, the volume would increase. Like that's built into them. There's a name for that, isn't there? Ambient. Ambient, yeah. So I think that they have that. So when it goes in the pillow, it probably goes, oh, there's absolutely no. No, noise. no, you're, you're overestimating my headphone game. These are, this is something to do with airflow. I think but I find phone. it so annoying because if I listen to things and I sleep, go sleep on my side, yeah, the sleep I headphones to, I've got. I have to sort just... of fold my pillow so my temple's on it and there's like a little cup in the pillow where my ear goes in. <laughs> this isn't getting too complicated. My sleep headphones are basically the whole body of the thing is rubber. And do you know if you put them in, can you try it for the listener at some stage over the coming week? Put them in, listen to something, and then really tightly push your hand over one of them. I bet it goes off. I'll try. If it doesn't, they're brilliant. I want to get some, basically. That's why I asked you that. Um... But at the moment, I'm only, I'm only sleeping with one in because I am in charge of the monitor of my three-year-old daughter. So mm. if she wakes up, because she's recently gone, like, no nappy and everything. So if she wakes up in the night for a wee, I have to be there ready to make sure do she you, died. Do you do what they call lifting when you, when you go to bed? You make her have a wee? Yes. You wake her up at, like, 10 or whatever? No, 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 no. no. She oh, that before. works. Yeah, they don't even been, wake up, mate. She has just sort of clicked into it and it's not been a problem yet. So I know probably we'll have accidents, but we haven't for not about... girls aren't like that. It's weird, isn't it? Girls don't yeah. do that so much. Don't care. She don't care about it. It's just like yeah, No, no, yeah. they get potty training quicker and younger than boys. Boys are a mess. Yeah, I think our prostate's like not a, not such a good system. Because it controls it everything, be, doesn't it? I think it, it controls be, all three. It might be flawed, yeah. Yeah, it's just one little walnut that controls all, your, all of your three outputs. It's um, like a bottleneck, isn't it? So I did a gig. I, oh, I, I do stand-up as well. I do some stand-up. Big crowd? Big room, Pat. Big room. Big, so I, I played, that's how you say it. I played a big room at the weekend. 500 I walked, seats. I walked in to this venue. How many seats? 500 seats. That's 500, 500 seats. 500 seats, man and boy. How many asses <laughs> on seats? When I walked in the room... You go into the 500 seat room. How many asses on those seats? 500 when I walked in there. When I got when to you the walked venue. in. When oh, I got to I the venue, yeah. Doing. yeah, yeah. So 500 people in a room. Pat, you walk in. The energy in that room. Yeah. When I walked in. Yeah. Was palpable. Yeah. And you thought this act is just saying numbers, and everyone's wrapped to listen to it. Yeah. Is gonna, this, this is a. You know it's a good crowd when they're it intensely They could say focused. anything, and there were people He's, jumping up. He had no jokes, no punchlines, just saying numbers, wasn't he? Wasn't even saying two fat ladies, 88. Wasn't he? Wasn't he giving no flair? He had no flair. I don't think they need those people anymore. So anyway, it was a gig in a bingo hall. Hold mm-hmm. 500 people. I said, oh, is it sold? As I walked in. Bearing in mind, I thought it was going to start at eight. I was there at half seven. There was 500 people playing bingo. When you said two fat ladies, you were referring to the audience. And the guy said, oh, it hasn't sold very well, actually, but we've set up some cameras. We'll get some lovely footage of you on stage. I said, oh, no, don't don't worry about that. That's fine. Thank you. So went upstairs, went into the office and I saw one of the other acts and he said they've sold four tickets. Four? Four tickets. Four hundred. So there's a hundred empty seats. That's not so bad. <laughs> they had sold four Point zero tickets. <laughs> oh, you mean zero four? <laughs> yeah, zero four point zero. Oh four. Oh four. Tickets. As in six less than ten. Yeah, 
Yeah, so not yeah. even halfway to double digits. Not even halfway to filling that room. Yeah, I mean, some people would say that's not a good turnout. Under it was under half full. Yeah, that room it wasn't at full capacity. So I thought that won't go ahead, will it? Well, you so might get, ex- you know, you might get 496 walk-ups. You never know. Well, they did say they're going to delay it till quarter past nine to see if there were any walk-ups. Lovely. So and it's to be going fair ahead. To, them, to be fair. And the four people that have paid have got to now wait. So you're going to have yeah. an irate four people. To be this fair, there were, some walk- there were some walk-ups paying. So they put it to the audience. Do you want to stay and watch comedy? And up to 15 of them did. Up to, up to 50. Yeah, up, one. up to 15 of them did. So I reckon there was maximum 20 people. Some of which were at the back end of a bingo hall, which if you don't know, it's like a departure land of an airport, right? It's huge. All the chairs swivel, do swivel stagewards. So they were all stage facing. To be are fair. they in those kind of weird plastic Burger King type booths? Yeah, but they are no, no, there's no booths, but it is actually very comfortable. Like yeah. they have, there's been a lot of a lot of work. I don't think the... that the crossover between our listeners and bingo goers would be huge, do you? No, no, no. So they're in this like there's a table in front of them with what is a bingo board that they have to press the these little things down to tick off that number. But the seats are like rotating bowl chairs. So they are quite comfortable and you can just easily turn it to face the stage. At quarter past nine, I went, right, they want us to do this. I'm going to go on and do it. So I walked on. I talked for 13 minutes. I was like, who got a big win? Some people got a big win. Some guy won 100 quid. He was quite chatty. Another woman won one and a half grand. She didn't want to talk to me. Mainly, they didn't want to talk to me. But I was up there. There was no jokes to be had. There was no chat to be had. I got to 13 minutes and I was like, are you ready for an act? They said, yes. Act goes on. It was fine. And we weren't having no, we weren't told anything. So we had no interval. We're like, they said they wanted the show to be 90 minutes. So it was already going to be long with me talking at all. So I rattle through the acts. They all go and do their thing. And they're polite. The people are polite. And then at the end, one of them says, their headliner says like, hey, what are you guys doing now? And they were like, we've got taxis. As soon as I went on stage to say that's the end of the show, the room was empty. Wow, like it that's was, good. It was empty. Snap your fingers. They were getting up as I was talking. That's good. You haven't really got to do anything. I didn't have to do anything. But I then said I'd help the guy who's got the PA kit was the opening act and he had a lot of stuff to deal with himself. So I said, I'll give you a hand. After a minute of helping him, I looked round and I realised there's no one, no staff, no people, nothing. There's no one at the bar. And it's open till midnight. And we put all the stuff down and we started walking out. No one. No one there. Everyone's gone. Even the bloke who sort of checked us in, gone. And I, there was one guy by the door. I was like, is, where is everyone? And he went, oh, no, it's just me. We, uh, oh, this sounds creepy. Can he, he try said, and touch you or anything? No, he just said, I basically have to sit here until 12 o'clock and then just lock the door. So it's still 12. open, but no one's there? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. And he just had to wait. But it was a strange, it was a strange gig. Like, it could have been a reasonable gig if it was full of people. Oh, well, yeah, that's a, that a prerequisite, isn't it? To be fair. People, I mean. Yeah, it was hard. It was a hard thing. But it was one, like, it didn't, there was no, it doesn't bother me in any way, but it was just one of those things where you drive back and just go, what was that? What happened? You paid in full. I was paid in full. And I'm doing it again next month. So they'd already booked me for next month. Yeah, and money, then they money. had a dropout this month. So, But also, they changed the headliner and not told me. So when he turns up, I was like, oh, are you so-and-so? And he went, no. They told me they told me in the other two acts before the headliner that we had to be clean-ish. And then, but no one had told the headliner. So as soon as he said uh, the expression, it looked like a knickers had been straining tea, uh, That's I not a nice line, is it? I think he'd lost them at that point. Yeah, that wasn't pleasant. But um, I mean, I haven't got a problem with it. But yeah, they did a bit. I think. Yeah, we wouldn't have got away without my gig on Friday. He got no. booed off. They were yeah. so fucking sensitive. But then Saturday yeah. they weren't. It's so odd. 
the Friday to Saturday night gigs, when you do weekends, isn't it? Saturday's always better. Yeah. Because Friday, people are rushing around. They finish work. They're stressed out. They've only got a couple of hours. And I think they power drink. You know what I mean? Think, yeah, yeah. They're squeezing in. They're, they're squeezing, squeezing in. in like a whole day of drink. And then like Saturday's just so much fucking better. I mean, I think one of my gigs should be Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, well, Sunday's a nice night as well, isn't it? I don't yeah. know why, but Sunday's always seems quite nice. Yeah, I just think, like I did a lot of the jonglers. You do Friday and be like, oh, then you'd had all day Saturday dreading, dreading the gig that night, and it'd be fine. You think, I wish I was the other way round. Yeah. I had to, I had to like, mope around Nottingham, like, not wanting to do this. Yeah. But actually worried about it. And then it's fine. It's and always it's fine. fine, really, isn't it? Yeah, see, I've just got to the point now. It doesn't matter if it's not, does it? Pretty much everything I do in life is that thing of I worry about it. It will do. And then it's fine. That'll do. <laughs> That'll do. That's the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, got, I've really turned the corner. I'm not, I'm not, I used to be an anxiety-ridden worry that couldn't let go of my darts. And now I'm, I've, I've turned a corner of all that. I wonder what changed. You know, has there been any major change in the last couple of years in your life? Well, nothing I can put my finger on. And it certainly isn't that. I mean, I did have a very, very good marriage. I, did have a good re- I still have got a good relationship with my ex-wife. Yeah. So I don't think it's that. I don't think it would be fair to say it was that. Obviously, that is the big one. I just think I've hit a certain age and gone through that. It's not the fact that I'm not with her anymore. It's like... I'm oh, not saying it was her. I'm just saying... No, I, can't, I, know, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to be sure that, that, that... I know you wasn't. I wasn't accusing you of that. But I was just saying... But what's the... You know, in a relationship, you're married... In Sometimes terms of it's the, best for everyone involved. Well, in the context of a relationship, the worst thing that could happen is you split up. So there's an anxiety about that. But I, I, I went through a divorce. I went through a divorce in hardcore lockdown and I didn't have anywhere to live. But look, I'd have offered you a room. I didn't like to ask. <laughs> and I didn't like to offer. But you knew I was sleeping in my car, but it didn't offer. So you would have offered a room. But you didn't. I mean, if I that seems it odd. Was, yeah, it's weird. We got so many spare rooms in the house. I know you have as well. Too many, but you wouldn't but, yeah, have wanted say, to. You, you, you I would said, have. I said to my wife, he wouldn't want the charity. He wouldn't yeah. want it. He'd see it as an insult if I said, "Get out your car, come well, here," because you're in you're in Southend anyway. Get out the park. Right. What on. are the crippling anxieties of modern life? Losing your house, ending up on your own. Having no money, stupid being destitute, face, stupid old beaky face. Uh, excuse me, is that me talking about me? What? <laughs> no, I said what? you were so about anyway, worried. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been through the worst, mate. I've been through the worst. And losing you know your uvula. Losing, yeah, lost me uvula. Uh, been through the worst. Yeah, I suppose the only other worst. Cantankerous, being a bit, just sort of a bit ratty. Oh, I'm never that. Do you think I'm ratty? No, I think I'm. Right. I think I'm non-ratty. I'm. Op- I'm the opposite of ratty, and I, to a point where I think it's actually a really negative trait. But annoys people. Yeah, because when if my wife, for example, is feeling unwell or stressed, she can be a bit of a cunt to me. Yeah. And then I'll say, "Why are you better cunt to me? Because you're stressed." And she's like, "Oh, well, it's just you know, don't." You're there. That. I'm annoyed, but I will then say. But I don't do that to you when I'm ill. I'm not. A I've made. To you I've made a, a generalised generalised observation about the difference between men and women, mm. uh, and I don't know if this rings true with you. When I'm hungry, I get sharper. I feel like my senses are heightened. I've never been hungry. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> a foreign concept. Yeah, you've never not been hungry. You're never not chewing. <laughs> like there's not only is your stomach full there's always something on the way down as well yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like thing. I'm like one of those factories you know where you hear about something like yeah. Marmite it's been made 24-7 you're like yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my god how much Marmite does the world need that's me yeah you are that you are the Marmite factory and that's, but so I get sharper I get keener I get like energy and I was thinking that makes sense because in our ancient past if I was, I was out killer. hunting hunting and gathering and after 12 hours, I hadn't found any food. It would make sense mm. that you would get heightened senses and better at hunting rather than fatigued. Yeah, but I my... think modern world has told us the opposite. The modern society has gone, oh, no, you, if you get hungry, you know, you need to eat a big meal. And you need to get all that energy. And you... I find the opposite. I find that yeah. eating gives me less energy. 
Whereas my wife, if she hasn't had a meal, she just becomes a bit of a cunt. Wow. Well, you're ahead of me. I was going to say, I don't like it. Charlotte would say, hangry. They would say, women get hangry, don't they? They get more... They She's get more cantankerous angry, yeah. and combative. Think about what they were doing while we were They're out protecting the baby. Why were around the campfire? And there was probably a finite little stash of nuts. And if you didn't get your elbows in and you I didn't eat trust nuts, you, you died. to put those nuts in your mouth. I would not trust. So, <laughs> men, I find I get because my girlfriend can be. A, I can tell. I know when she's hungry. Put it that way. All of a sudden, the, the, there's a there's a there's a veneer of niceness that is definitely stripped away. Yeah. Like, she'll say something and she'll snap and I'll go, when was the last time you ate? She goes, yeah, I'm hungry. I'm like, yeah, I, know you're hungry. I know you're hungry. What, I mean, about, what about this? Uh, this? Tell me if this happens in your relationship. What about if you're maybe not having an argument, but that cantankerousness is creeping Just a bit in. of an edge. Just say a bit and of an edge. And then you say, you put your finger on the button of what yeah. it is. Like, when was the last time you ate? Yeah. There's, nothing makes my wife more angry than me pinpointing what the reason for her anger is. There's one, the, the worst one, there's one that you cannot, if you oh, pinpoint dude, it, you know which one, didn't you? say that. Why would you even say it? If you say, is your minge bleeding, you're oh, in trouble. Oh, is it the 14th today? You yeah. Got the, paint, the painters in. Whatever that disgusting, exp- but, but this is the thing, I'm so mindful of not saying that. But my girlfriend, she wouldn't mind if I did. I'm more woke than her. She comes from like the motor trade and trading. Yeah. She's been in trading and she's told me stories like where she was in a meeting in a glass office and someone just stuck a huge black suction cup dildo on the, and like everyone was walking past and slapping it. And I was going, that's, that's not okay. And what was that for? A joke why, for, for a jape. Why did they have it? I, I did bought it in. It was someone's birthday. It's like, have you ever seen that thing? Oh, that's always weird. So, so I, you know, so when, when we first started, when we first got together, she would say like, oh, like she would talk like, more chauvinistic than me about herself. Mm. I've, I've sort of woke her up a bit. Woke her up. I've woken her up. I've woken her. I said, you can't do that. That's not, you don't, don't say that. That's generalisation. I'm actually quite a sensitive little chap. When you come I've to... I've got a you, sensitive little chap. You've got a sensitive... Oh, she. Just, I'm not going to even finish the story. She had bought and not told me, and this is generally exists, and it sounds like a joke, talking of sensitive little chaps, she has acquired some chilli lip balm and didn't tell me. Why? Then you can finish the story. Because, I don't know. It actually is hot. I am finishing the story, and I don't want to, because I, I hope that the story isn't what I think it is, and I don't want that to be the story. Yeah. She kissed me and oh, I said... Oh, thank God for that. I said, have you, have you got something on your lips? Is that something my mouth? I said, oh, yeah, it's got chili, I've got chilli lip balm. I just put it on, chilli lip balm. I Why thought, would you have a... chilli lip Is that to... Does it, would... it plumps them up, does it? No, it's just the flavour. But they're, it's actually hot. Yeah, it's stupid. Mm. And then she licked my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god there you go there you go thank you thank you i mean everything you say is bumhole related and they are the best things you ever say yeah of course bumholes are really funny bumholes are funny um good all right well i've got an incredibly busy march for comedy Oh, let me go look at my wall planner. Let's tell the listeners where we are. Yeah, let's do that, because I genuinely thought this the other day. I'm doing gigs in London, and so often people say, "Um, I want to come if you're in London. Let me know when you're in London. So let's do it. Let's say where we are, shall we? Right. I've actually had a cancellation on Saturday. But Friday, I'm in a place called Desington or Desborough or something like that, up near Leicester. Desborough, near Leicester. People, People are up that way. People so I'm near Leicester and I've got in my it's flat cap comedy on Friday. I'm closing that on the 4th of March. Then fast forward to next Wednesday, I'm in Sudbury, Suffolk on the 9th, Wednesday the 9th. On Thursday the 10th, I'm in Deerham, my old hometown at the football club. Lovely. On Friday the 14th, I'm in Goulston. I'm emceeing for the fabulous Sean Walsh. You are? There isn't a Friday the 14th of March. 
11th of March, I'm in Galston. And I'm MC for the fabulous Sean Walsh. Galston, Norfolk. So next week, Wednesday... the county, mate. Wednesday, Sudbury. Thursday, wherever I just said. Why do I keep walking away from the wall planner? I've just done it twice. I've got to go back. Deerham. And then the 11th, Galston. That's, uh, that's where I am. But right. Friday, I'm in near Leicester, I think. It's the Midlands. Flat cat comedy, got, look it up. I've got a couple that I don't know. I know... I don't know where they are. I've just got a gig, gig with Ross in the 8th. That'll be South End, wouldn't it? I think it's Kent. Anyway, up the Oh, creek. no, 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 don't say that. Do not say that. What? That's where I did the worst gig ever. Yes, yes, that's the one I'm doing that's the worst gig ever. I've been told. Is it? I did that with a bloke with a stylophone. And oh, the, no, the People wanted know. to fight. Why do you know it's that gig? Well, he, that was in Kent for Ross. I'm looking forward to the story. It, it, you know, you know the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. They can't have got another gig there, can they? I don't know, mate. I just burped. Eleventh uh, of March, up the creek in Greenwich. So if you're London-based, come to that one. Or if you can't make the eleventh, make it on the twelfth, up the creek in Greenwich during the He's weekend. He's got a proper weekend in a proper club. Look at it. Weekend, proper club. Proper weekend, proper club. Is don't know where that one is. Um, 19th of March, I am in Coventry, Coventry, 19th of March, then what else have we got, going through it, 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 the following Friday, 25th of March, I'm in Coventry, different venue. Oh. Then I'm in Thanet, in Kent, on the 26th. Planet Thanet. Planet Thanet. I wish I could no. Uh the trouble I've got is I've got a few here that have just got the name of the person but not the location of the gig. So that needs some some attention, obviously, before the situation. But there's plenty there to be getting on with. If you're in the Midlands, you can see me in Coventry. If you're down south, you can see me in London or Kent, essentially. Just let me look up where I am Friday, I don't know. Your gig got uh... pulled on Saturday. Yeah, I've got one pulled on, so I'm going to, I've got someone working on that for me. Uh, That's the beauty of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it frees me up to do fuck all. I got uh, offered. I got Des, offered. I've from. just got on my pa- D-E-S-S. Des. Oh, that'd be nice. This isn't the time for it, listener. We uh, we tried to do something where we were more proactive about our comedy gigs. Yeah, I yeah, don't hang know. On, hang on. I, I, I can't find my fucking... <laughs> I can use. Yeah, I can't find it. Listen, just come and see us. Just come and see us. Hang on, hang on. How long tell people I am? Because this is Monday. That gives people a week to come. Monday, bloody Monday. I'm sure there must be something online. I'm googling it like a fucking punter. I don't even know where I am. No, we should. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Where's Des? Oh, page not found. What? It was on the Google thing. It said people are. This is good. I'm not editing this. I'm not editing this list. I don't know where it is. Don't matter. It's in the Derby. It's in Derbyshire. In the Derbyshire. Yeah, it's in Derbyshire. Um, listener, there you go. That's. I mean, if you've listened through me and Justin, not quite knowing where we are, then fair play to you. You've earned something bonus there are some patron bonuses coming we're going to record them tomorrow aren't we yeah so I'm, I'm down to googling myself rabbit hole and thanks for the lovely feedback on the uh episode with paul lots of people enjoyed that yeah thanks is gone uh there is another but we need to do another one of those as well i'll just google my name and think i found something something pretty derogatory yeah about me yeah 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 Ash, Ash from Essex. What? <laughs> Eagle face, big nose. What's what's this? Buzzard, little little buzzardling. <laughs> buzzardling. Like a little fluffy buzzardling poking its head out of an egg. With his big eyes, straight brow, and hook beak, looking for a fucking buzzardling little little morsel of sn- food. Cheers, mate.
De un héroe quiero. 